0: You're listening to the Call Kent podcast, where Kent C. Dodds answers questions and gives insights to software engineers like you.
1: Now, let's hear the call. Hi, Kent. I'm Shyam from Nepal. I've been working as an automation QA engineer for almost six years now. Prior to that, when I started my career as a manual QA, I went through a phase of chronic imposter syndrome. Most of my friends were developers and I usually felt out of place whenever we would talk about work. I found my work to be really mundane and boring, even though I did my undergraduate in computer engineering, I always felt that maybe I didn't have it in me to code for a living. All of that changed when I shifted my career to be an automation engineer. I discovered a new love for technology and programming which felt very enriching and powerful. I've had so much fun writing test frameworks and test scripts, and it has really helped me find my hidden love for tech. I was also fortunate enough to work on adding a few pages to the existing QA dashboard, which was a basic web app developed in Ember.js. Also, I dabbled a little with developing Alexa skills, and although it was a pretty simple app, I was personally really proud that I could stitch together a lot of previously unknown tech to produce a working version of the app in production. It was a proud moment for me, and I thought I'd found a purpose. However, my role still is that of a QA, and I don't get much time to explore the world of development. So after 10 years of my professional journey, I think I have come to a realization, and that is, what if I change my path to be a full-time developer? I'm doing just fine in my current role. I know that the QA world is very vast, and I have a lot to explore, but this burning desire to become a developer, to be a creator of something, To add value to someone's life by solving their problems has made me go through many sleepless nights. I've weighed in all of my options, considered my financial situation and savings, and I've decided to quit my current job. I can easily sustain myself and my family for another six months without any pay. I've recently even subscribed to the Frontend Masters course. I hope to dedicate my time to learning everything that will make me a well-rounded developer. However, I'm a bit scared too. I'm 35 now, I'm married, and I have a kid. My family fully supports my decision, but what I fear the most is the uncertainty. I sometimes feel that I'm on a journey without any map. Can you please suggest me how I should plan out so that I can make the most out of these six months? Thank you, have a great day. That was the
0: call. Here's what Kent had to say. Sham, thank you so much for the question and trusting me with this. Uh, This is very deep and a very important uh, important question. And um, because I have, uh, I I don't know you on a personal level, I'm a little worried that uh, some of my advice may not be uh, very, um, uh, well, you should just take all my advice with a grain of salt um always about everything um but especially this so um i i think that it's really awesome uh, that you have been very thoughtful about um the direction that you want to take your life rather than just continuing day in and day out uh doing the same old thing um i think that's the sort of thing that will uh, really help you um, make sure that you stay ahead of whatever changes come into our industry in the future um so yeah I, interestingly I actually also started as a QA engineer uh, just for a couple months and then I switched to to a dev um and um, I can relate to that burning desire that you have to create something. And it's definitely something that I really appreciate about uh, being a web developer, is being able to create something. Uh, you mentioned in your text description of this, uh, you said that some people say it's too late to be a developer now. Um, I strongly disagree with those people. Um, and i uh, just gesturing at the many people that I know that made transitions into uh, web development uh, well after they were 35. Um, and, uh, so I also appreciate, uh, that you're married and have a kid and, um, the, uh, nervous feeling that you have in, uh, taking this leap. Um, I think that it's very good that your family is supportive of this. And I would strongly advise that, uh, you continue to check in with those that, uh, you're responsible for, um, for that income, um, to make sure that they are still supportive, um, and, Uh, yeah, because they have a vested interest in your success and and, um, you have a commitment to them. So uh, keep that communication line open. Okay, so as far as the specific advice that I would give to you, um, it's pretty much the same sort of advice I give to anybody who wants to um, improve their standing in the career or uh, get into tech. And um, that is, uh, I I reference this blog post that I have called how to get experience as a software engineer i think that's what it's called i'll link to it in the description um but the the short version of that is you get experience by having experiences and so uh, what i would suggest is since you've already been doing some development uh, you should have uh, some pretty good um uh, like a good idea of uh, some of the basics and so uh, the idea here is that you want to um, have many varied experiences. Uh, Now, that doesn't mean that you should just be a a generalist. In fact, I think at the very beginning, um, it is extremely difficult to be a useful um, contributor to a project if you are a generalist. Um, It's much more um, useful to go really deep on uh, something that is highly needed. Um, And and then over time, as you develop a lot of experience, then you can uh, become more general and uh, generally useful uh, in a lot of different areas. So at the beginning, uh, I strongly advise uh, diving really deep into something that's really needed. And and that second piece is really important too. You don't want to dive really deep into something that people need every now and then, um, necessarily. I mean, there are consultants who are uh, really, really good at setting up AWS S3 buckets or something, I suppose. Uh, and so they can just go around and selling that. But um, I struggle to um, envision somebody who uh, would be very successful doing something like that. So anyway, you want to uh, dive really deep into something that uh, people really need. Um, and so I'm beating around the bush a little bit, but I would say that's react. Um, if you get really good at React, there are a lot of jobs um, for people learning React. I know that it's really popular to um, jump into one of these uh, hot new tech frameworks uh, like uh, Svelte or Quick or or Solid Start, and, and they are very interesting. Um, uh, but they just are not there. There are not uh, as many jobs available and uh, you will find it much easier to find work as a react developer um so that that would be and i i should say more generally if you look around uh, at the companies that you might be interested in working at uh just see what um what technologies they use it could be that you don't want to uh, use react and you prefer doing uh, something more traditional server side uh, technology or something and and if that's the case then uh, learning ruby on rails or laravel or something like that could be really useful so look at the companies where you'd want to work in the positions that you'd want to work in and uh, focus your efforts on uh, filling up your level of experience in uh, the things that they have in their job descriptions, uh, especially the things that are shared across those job g- descriptions. And I'll, um, my guess is that for a lot of those things it will be react um so that would be something uh, i do have a free course on egghead uh, called the beginner's guide to react um, that i will link to as well it's a very good course and uh, still it's it's been a couple of years but it's still extremely applicable react has not changed a lot uh, so yeah there. are Uh, give that a look if you want to really dive deep then i do have purchase power parity support on epicreact.dev which will go really really deep into react Um, but it is a premium course so i can understand if you don't want to cut into your six month savings um, uh, as much for that so the epic uh, or the uh, yeah epic react is really good all the material is free and open source online as well so if you want to um, go to the uh, to my github uh, then you'll find all of the Epic React repos there. Um, and, and you can go through it uh, at your own pace. Um, you know The only thing you miss out on is the videos, which is worth what the, what I charge. But um, that hopefully, the, the reason I do this as open source is so that people like you can still benefit from it and I can still keep it sustainable uh, f- from the people who have bosses that can pay for the videos and stuff like that. Uh, so yeah, the Beginner's Guide, uh, Epic React, and... Um, And then just like I said at the beginning, the the way you get experience is by having experiences. So just spending a ton of time building uh, with the tools that you're learning. Um, And on top of that, if I were in your position, I would definitely be applying to uh, work at companies a lot. Um, Get a lot of practice interviewing And you never know, like maybe one of the first ones you apply to uh, can see your potential and will hire you um, a lot earlier. So you don't have to, I I would strongly advise against waiting until the last couple months of your six months period now uh, before you actually uh, start applying to work. Um, I would 100% start now. And uh, also like another reason for that is because sometimes these companies take a while to actually do the hiring process. And so that can be a real Pain, a huge problem, and so yeah, you want to start applying as soon as possible. Um, and I know that it can be a little nerve wracking, and you look at those job job descriptions and think, "Oh man, I don't know any of this stuff." Um, but you'd be surprised that uh, like a lot of those job descriptions are written by people who um, don't actually know what the job needs. And they're just recruiters who are like, yeah, let's just grab a couple buzzwords and we'll use that. So um, yeah, you'd be surprised the level of contribution you can make already in lots of these positions. Um, now, I, I think I should add to that. You don't want to be dishonest about your skill level or your abilities. Um, so definitely Um, be be clear about that in your resume and things. Um, But uh, don't be afraid to apply to uh, companies that um, have job descriptions that don't really fit you. Um, That's up for them to decide uh, if what they see in your resume will fit the position that they're hiring for. So that that is just uh, amazing what you're trying to do. I really hope that you're successful in doing that. Uh, And I wish you the very best of luck. Um, and, uh, yeah, you keep taking care of, uh, your family there. Have a good, uh, really good day and, uh, yeah, good luck with everything. Let me know how it goes. Bye. This has been the call Kent podcast. Learn more about Kent at KentCDods.com and get your own questions answered at kentcdodds.com slash calls.